When was the last time you volunteered? Maybe it was this past weekend or this past year, but surely you remember that feeling you got after you finished helping out. And maybe you even started to reflect on the kind of impact you were making by giving up just a little of your time. Well, that's what this episode today is about. We're gonna explore why service is an important component of college life and how it changes a person in the process. I'm Abigail Manganson, and you're listening to This Argo Life. Tatiana Batista is one of about eight students who came out to help in the UWF community garden on a Sunday morning. At 9 a.m., she was ready to work clipping lettuce greens and helping with ongoing construction, even when it was pouring down rain. But for Tatiana, volunteering isn't really work. It's fun and gives her a sense of purpose, too. I volunteer mostly because it's something I've been doing uh, since high school. It's I, I like knowing that I'm helping other people. And... Uh, especially on campus like knowing that I'm able to like see the progress of my like you know of my help like really it makes me you know kind of feel good. The community garden is tucked away behind the UWF water tower and is still under construction. The day I showed up an auger was steadily working to install a trellis for grapes. Even though there is still work to be done, volunteers harvest vegetables and help set up other parts of the garden. The Sunday morning I went, we clipped some veggies and bundled up piles of lettuce. Students and faculty who volunteered got to take home a bunch of fresh greens. Uh, all right, okay. Let's group, can we group all the lettuces together in one spot? So I'm gonna make sure people who don't know what they're looking at uh, understand what they're getting. Yep, so a little bunch of mustards. That's Dr. Gregory Thompson. He's the Kugelman Honors Program Director, but he has a big heart for the garden on campus and has seen it come to fruition. Nice day for a harvest. And you know, if you're out here working in the pouring rain, you deserve some food. Thompson leads the community garden e-board along with Chastity Hobbs, who we have a Q&A with at the end of the show. Thompson also helps recruit students to help out with the garden project. One of those students is Samantha Muma. We always get to bring home vegetables, fresh vegetables, and it does not get any better than that. Samantha is a freshman at UWF and a diehard community garden volunteer, but the lettuce isn't what keeps her coming back. Initially, she just volunteered for a class requirement, but Dr. Tomso invited her to be on the board. I love the people we work with. I think they're great. I think our faculty is great. Um, and we're always willing to, you know, share with everybody all of our vegetables and just kind of bring a nice community feel to the campus. Service is taking time out of your own day, out of your own schedule, to give back to others. That could be others who are less fortunate or giving back to others just because you simply love to help. That's Jayana Benevente. And though she doesn't work at the community garden, she has been a champion of service and involvement at UWF. She's currently pursuing a master's degree here and works as a grad assistant in the student involvement office on campus. Gianna says there's a lot more going on than just a feel-good moment of volunteering. But going outside of what you know, you meet new people, get exposed to other perspectives, and learn about a community you didn't really know that much about before. For Gianna, this was the homeless community in Pensacola. I know quite a few people that don't feel any type of emotion or sympathy towards people that are homeless. Like, I, I know quite a few people that feel that way. And um, I feel like when you actually 
partake in service, you're able to see and like figure out maybe why they might be in that position. And then also not be so quick to judge or um, just to not be so quick to like assume something of that person. You know what I mean? That's why I just, I feel like service does that. So you, it humbles you. It might change your outlook on things. And then it exposes you to different aspects of life that you probably didn't know about before. When Jayana was younger, she had a service project she had to coordinate with the group. They chose a homeless shelter and crafted bins and baskets filled with items to take there. What happened when they dropped off the items totally changed how she perceived homelessness. We actually had a chance not only to drop off those gift bags to them, but there were actually a large group of people at the shelter at the time, and we had the opportunity to talk to them and learn more about their lives, which was very humbling. And, you know, I feel like homelessness, you know, there's a large stigma around homelessness, I feel like. Um, And that day, like, I got to know that a lot of these people genuinely are trying to get their lives back on the right track. But it's hard, if not almost impossible, for them to do so. So, like, you know, you think about it, and um, I remember somebody telling me that you just make one bad decision and then... After that, it's just a bunch of bad decisions that just bring you all the way down, and it's almost impossible to get back up there. And that was sad. You know, that was sad to hear because there are actually people that are trying to do better, but, like, people either don't give them the chance or see that in them. For students who aren't too sure about volunteering, Gianna has this to say. It's okay to think that initially because, you know, you might you might not have had that Um, certain upbringing that made that a big important thing because I I know I have other friends whose families made that a huge deal like um, volunteering or you know doing things at church every Sunday stuff like that but I understand there are families who don't incorporate that into their household so that's okay but I just encourage I would encourage students to just try at least once and then after that, I mean, you'll be able to have your own opinion and formulate it, maybe after a couple times doing things. And then hopefully, by that time, you'll be able to, like, see past the requirement piece of it. You know what I mean? And, like, actually realize how this will help you and how it will help, like, shape you as a person as you're growing and learning throughout the years you're in college, you know? So I would just encourage people to be open-minded and just go for it at least once. It's not going to hurt. So, volunteering as a student is usually pretty fun. You're learning more about other people and having fun with friends while doing it. But some service opportunities aren't always so easy to help with. Jossam Sakara is a finance student who makes it a point to spend his free time volunteering. He coordinates events for honors and works in the community garden. But back in 2017, after Hurricane Irma, he served in a different way. And I've got an email from Argo Pulse, and I think it was... President Sounders, I think she's the one who also sent it out too. She was saying something about um, urging students to apply for it. So I was like, yeah, sure, I really want to do this. I want to help people. Jossam isn't like most UWF students in that he doesn't have a lot of experience with hurricanes. I grew up in Australia. So the thing about that was that we didn't really get hurricanes. We got cyclones, but that was in Upper Queensland, which is like right above me. But the main thing we heard about was that, you know, the price of bananas went up by $4. That's it. So um, hearing about coming here and uh, hearing about the hurricane and how much it has impacted people towards like the Florida Keys and all of that, um, 
I was like, I really want to help people because they seem like they're going through a lot and I have time that I can give to them because I wasn't really doing anything. So I was like, yeah, I could help people. That was re- weren't really uh, important to me at that time. While most of the volunteering experiences we engage in as students tend to be fun and joyful, Jocelyn says serving at the Bay Center Refuge for Hurricane Irma victims wasn't always that way. Yet this made the experience more meaningful to him. This one was more uh, uh, person to person. I was helping, I was uh, more in contact with the people, the victims, than other uh, events like the Garden Day. I was working with the garden and I was, it was a fun time. We were talking to people, we were laughing, we were doing this and that, cleaning. Uh, and it was like a cleanup day, we were cleaning up stuff. I mean, it was basically all fun and like laughter. And uh, it was different over here, it was more serious. We had times when we were laughing, when we were like playing with people and like making the cots. That was a fun time. But yeah, um, it was very, uh, it, uh, it struck the heart, you know. It was, it, was a good, uh, it was a good time in the sense that um, you helped a lot of people and you felt good about it. And, yeah. After talking with students about their volunteer experience, it was time to consult the experts, people who spend all day, every day, talking about and doing service. I took a trip downtown to talk with Keep Pensacola Beautiful about how their organization interacts with students and why service is important. Um, I'm Sigrid Solgard. I'm the executive director for Keep Pensacola Beautiful. And I'm Jessica Irwin. I am the education and outreach coordinator for Keep Pensacola Beautiful. Sigrid and Jessica are the two women team in charge of Keep Pensacola Beautiful. They focus on organizing cleanups in the community, recruiting volunteers, and thinking of new ways to make the Pensacola area better. About 30% of Keep Pensacola Beautiful volunteers come from the university. And one thing both Sigrid and Jessica know is that campus can be a bubble for some of us. Well, it's so funny because, like, I'm just thinking, this um, hopefully is not a negative example, but I'm thinking of one person in particular she was like I hate Pensacola I can't wait to get out of here and I was like but all you do is sit on campus like you don't know anything about Pensacola like you're not involved at all you don't know the people outside of the university and like like I said I don't want to paint UWF in a negative light at all but that was just her personal experience and it's like when the second I left my bubble of UWF my perspective and my horizons did broaden you know like I learned so much more about either, you know, the history of Pensacola or just like what it has to offer and just being being able to take chances on, on new new things and just learning is super important. Um, but yeah, like like I said, the second I got out of school, it just was a completely different scenario almost. Yeah, and why is that? Why does that matter? Because some uh, people might say, well, who cares? You right. Know, so what? Um, well, it's, it's kind of something like, it's almost like judging a book by its cover, you know, like, well, and Pensacola is giving you a lot as a student, like Pensacola is providing you with this like beautiful location to live, to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, and if all you ever see of it is campus and like say downtown or the beach, like Santa Rosa Island, like you're missing out on everyone else in this community that is like giving something to you. Um, you know, like, there's, what, 97 city parks or something yeah. insane. Um, so, like, you know, like, how much of that have you seen? Like, 
their, you know, campus is great, but it's like one little part of a huge thriving community that can benefit you so much more than like just what you see on campus. Political philosopher John Locke said that when you put labor or work into something, you begin to own it. It becomes attached to you in a way. And Jessica says that also happens when someone volunteers. They become attached to this city, even if they're just here for college. As a student, like, if your outlook is, like, you're just passing through, you don't need to care about it. Yeah, like, you're only going to be here for a short amount of time, but if your attitude is, like, I'm going to make Pensacola my home for the next two to four years, right? then, like, take some agency mm-hmm. and participate in the community. So, you know, like, I would hope that every college student looks at where they go to school as their home, even if it's only temporary. Mm-hmm. Um, because the other thing is, after you graduate, no matter how you looked at college when you think back you're gonna have nostalgic memories that feel like I want to go home and so like even if you don't feel like that right now like if you're a student here Pensacola is gonna be a home for you mm-hmm. so like participate right take some agency yeah Purchase, like come out you know give something back to a place even if it's only your home for a little while keep Pensacola beautiful is always looking for student volunteers you can visit their Facebook page for all the latest updates and as promised We're ending right where we began this episode, the UWF Community Garden, this time with Professor Chastity Hobbs for a Q&A. Hey, Chastity, it's great to be with you today. We're surrounded by a lot of of green. Can you tell me where we are right now? We are at the UWF Community Garden, which is um, in the process of becoming a sanctuary on campus um, that is built by students and other volunteers. It's really beautiful out here. There's greenery that's lettuce, I think, that eventually... Swiss chard. You're looking at (laughs) rainbow chard there. Um, And we also have some arugula and some garlic growing in this bed. We have some dinosaur kale over there um, and some mustards. As you can see, um, typically you don't see all these Uh, flowers on your food uh, crops but we're letting them go to seed so we can collect uh, save seeds for next year. And tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do and how you're involved with the UWF Community Garden. Sure so I'm the um, co-faculty advisor manager of the space with uh, my colleague uh, Dr. Greg Tomzo and I'm a faculty member in the Earth and Environmental Sciences Department and this is part of our service that we give back to the university is building this beautiful space. What's, what's the mission statement of the community garden? Why is it here and why is it important to have? Our mission is to first teach people about food, about the importance of understanding what it is that we're putting into our bodies. Um, there are some major issues with our industrialized food system uh, and most people are really out of touch with what it is that they eat and so we really want to be able to educate people about that Um, and to come out and see you know how easy it is to grow their own food Um, and then we also just want to be able to provide a space for people to come together and work together Um, there's one thing that all of us no matter 
what religion, uh, gender, you know, continent we're from, you know, what college we're in, we all have share this thing that is we need nutrition. Um, and so it's a way to bring people together from all kinds of backgrounds to work together toward this shared mission of growing some beautiful plants for pollinators uh, and also delicious plants for us to eat. <laughs> and there's a big component of volunteering with that mission and uh, do, you, do you feel like the volunteering aspect helps kind of cement the, the education and the goal that you're trying to get people to understand how, how food really is? Um, volunteering is a huge part of it. We are, I mean, we're a completely volunteer-run garden for the first um, um, 10 years or so on campus. Um, volunteers have built everything out here except for um, what we needed the professionals to come in and do these pavers, but that was actually paid for by UWF green fee, student um, green fee. So really, without our volunteers, we wouldn't have this garden here. And I've been trying to figure out this whole episode, what motivates people to volunteer. What do you think that is for most people? I think people are looking for more connections. We, you know, our society has become so digital and so, so much time in front of the screen. And I think that we're beginning to see that we really want that human interaction. And volunteering is a great way to do that uh, and feel good about what it is that you're doing. Um, certainly some people volunteer because they have to, um, but most of the students that come out here are coming because they want to, student and community members. We've had grandparents out here and children of students out here. Um, so it's, you know, we've had volunteers from both on and off campus. One thing I've kind of realized while talking to students and people who volunteer in the community is that service creates a, a type of ownership when you give to something and you feel like you're really a part of it for the first time in a way that maybe you didn't before. Have you seen that happen? I have. In fact, um, some of our our first garden leaders when we moved from, we used to be located over by the soccer fields, but the tennis courts are um, scheduled to move over there at some point in the future. Um, so the university gave us this space and our, our um, garden leaders at that time really helped get it started. This was a dump site, so we've turned, you know, a, uh, construction, uh, well, more debris for after hurricanes dump site um, into the space. And those students actually still come back. They've long graduated, but they keep in touch and um, feel like, you know, this is their baby, you know. Um, them and the, the um, student leaders that follow them also. And so people really feel like this is their space when they come here. Even after all those years? Right. Right, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I think so. Have you ever had students who were a little iffy about volunteering, um, but then they got into it, maybe they absolutely fell in love, or at the very least they weren't as, as hesitant anymore? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I have a great example um, for that. Our current president, Philip Billings, um, he started in the garden when he was in my Intro to Environmental Science class. 
um, part of a, a project that we did in that class with a group of honors students uh, was out here at the garden. And um, so they um, spent the semester working on a class project and he didn't love it. And I didn't think I would ever see him again after that semester was over and he didn't have to be here. And, um, you know, the next semester he kind of showed up to a couple work days and, um, and then he kept showing up and, and now he's the president of the garden club and he helps us run it. So, um, definitely, you know, most people are the, they're like, you know, I have a brown thumb or I don't have any idea what to do. And, you know, it's really easy to, to to teach folks how to take care of the land. Um, and so I, we see it all the time, people coming out, they're really hesitant, like, I don't know what to do. And we're like, well, this is what we're doing. How do you, you know, and, and get people excited. And then a lot of them end up coming back. Do you think that everyone should volunteer at some point in their life? I mean, there are some people who maybe they never volunteer or there are a lot of people who volunteer all the time. That's something that they consistently do. Do you think? service and volunteering is necessary to live a full life? Um, it is for me. I don't, I don't know if I would say that it is essential for everyone to, um, but I think that, I think that everyone does, even if they're, you know, if it's not a scheduled volunteer event with a group, I think you know, everyone does some kind of service to their fellow humans at some point in their life, right? I can't imagine that. Um, I That may be a really sad person that hasn't done any at all. <laughs> Don't put that in there. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry. But do, you, but do you think that, like, some, you know, maybe even just a student, like, do you think that, like you fully lived a college career if you don't volunteer. Say so you don't have any necessary volunteers. Do you think you've really gotten everything out of the college experience? No, I don't at all. And in fact, part of of what I do in our our department is run the internship program, and you know, several times a semester, reminding students that you know think about everyone else that is going to be graduating around the time that you graduate with the same degree that you have. Those are essentially the people that you are going to be competing with for your dream jobs, right? So what are you going to do that to set yourself aside, you know, above the people that have that same piece of paper that you did? And that, and the best way to do that is to get as much experience as you can, whether it's paid or not paid future employers don't, they don't care, right? And it also helps, you know, a lot of students don't know exactly what it is that they want to do with their degree. <clears throat> and getting out and volunteering in, you know, in the field that you're studying is a great way to figure out what you want to do. And just as importantly, maybe what you don't want to do related to that. What has been your favorite moment in the community garden? I don't know if I can pick one, but I can tell you my most recent one was, <laughs> was um, just last week, finally got to put my eyes on the um, Argo deers that live on campus. And that's why these uh, house things are over our raised beds because every year around Thanksgiving, 
for the first few years, we um, essentially fed the deers their Thanksgiving buffet. Uh, and we decided that we wanted to keep the harvest this year, so we built this. But we had never seen them. We'd seen tracks. But the other day we were out here, and they were walking back behind in the... And I actually got to put my eyes on them. They're so cute. <laughs> were there any bait, little, a little baby deer? I don't, we, we only saw one. That we could hear the other ones in there, and it was. It seemed like an adolescent, not baby, but okay. not full grown Gr- for sure. Growing up, checking yeah. out, checking out the community garden mm-hmm. space. I love mm-hmm. it. Uh, if students want to get involved with the community garden and stay up to date on the construction and, and how everything's coming together, how can they do that? Um, we have an email listserv, so um, we have a website, uwf.edu forward slash garden. Um, there's also a Facebook page, if folks are on Facebook. Um, they can just send an email to garden at uwf.edu and say, you know, please put me on the list. And we send just a handful of, of emails over the course of the semester, just usually before the work days, because we have three or four big kind of all hands on deck work days out here um, each semester and then we have several smaller ones you know maybe for an hour or two sometimes on the weekend sometimes uh, in the evening once once the it stays light a little bit longer Um, and people can get involved on any level that they want they can come out here once for an hour and you know sit right here next to a bed and pick a bunch of weeds they can come on some of our building days when we're you know filling wheelbarrows full of rocks and moving it around you know I mean we have like every level of of um, engagement that um, people are comfortable with uh, is available to them. Chastity, thank you so much for volunteering your time (laughs) and speaking with me today I really appreciate it. Thank you for talking about this important topic. I don't know about you, but I am really motivated to volunteer more after completing this episode. So whether you decide to spend some time at the community garden, keep Pensacola beautiful, or another service project, it's always a good use of your time to get back. Remember to hit that subscribe button because it helps me track how well this podcast is doing and also keeps you up to date for when they come out. You can also leave a little review saying what you liked or did not like about the show. Check out the next episode of This Argo Life next time for the real stories about what on-campus living is like. Until next time, go Argos.